What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast for the love of cinema, a movie podcast, where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 313B. B. The second episode for the week, we will now discuss our thoughts on The Pale Blue Eye from Netflix. With I don't you, like that it's called I. You don't like it? Well, that's like that's the name I. of the movie. Yeah, but I don't like that it's that it's. And called I think it's a, and I think it's that that's the that's the name of the book that was taken from too. I get it. It should be eyes. Eyes. Is, I don't like oh. that. All right. With you for that discussion, Grayson, Roger, and Chris for the episode discussing Megan, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming, and, and trailer green. talk. Check out episode three one three A posting on Tuesday one seventeen. Well, Jim, we watched another Netflix movie. Let's talk about it. Yes, shall we, we did. Yes, we did. This is true. All right. Let's talk about The Pale Blue Eye from Netflix. Boom. All right. Let's talk about the Metacritic and the... Stop. Stop. Hold on. Hold on. Did you just say boom under your breath? I said boom. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Boom. So make sure. Yeah. What's wrong with that? You don't, oh, have, the, you don't have the bass for it yeah. in your voice. Oh, I'm sick also, so that's why it sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No. You're right. <laughs> All right. Pale Blue Eye. Let's get into it. First, before some particulars, let's look at the Metacritic on Pale Blue. I should have had this. 5.4. I'm just guessing. That's 56. what it is. No, I'm guessing. Oh, 56. I... That's what it is. That's... Oh, is it? Okay. That's I'll close that. Great. <laughs> That's actually not great, but I was expecting better from Pale Blue Eye. I thoroughly love this movie. So I think I'm on your side on that where I, I actually, I enjoyed this movie probably more than what it's worth. Um, but this is, ex- this is, this movie is like hard in my wheelhouse though. So this is, I love, yeah. I like these kinds of movies. I'm a sucker for them. Yeah. Same, same for me. So 64 on the tomato meter and 73 audience score. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a little low. Not, Both not of those to me are well, low. a little low. That's, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. So let's get some particulars out of the way. Yeah. Let's talk about it. All right. Christian Bale. Small, little-known actor that you you may have heard of. Yeah. He he's he's known in small circles. Do listen, that man can grow the bushiest mustache, right? Like it's so strong. He grows one hell of a facial set. All right, Christian Bale, Harry Melling, Gillian Anderson, Robert Duvall, Timothy Spall, Charlotte Gainsbourg, Lucy Banton, Toby Jones. Directed by and written by Scott Cooper, whom when he did Out of the Furnace, I drove him around for four months in Pittsburgh. Yeah, That's so he cool. remembers your name. Not at all, but thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. So let's talk about the Pale Blue Eye for one second. Roger, what's this one about? If you can give a give us the cliff notes. Um, murder mystery revolving around the West Point Military Academy in, eight, in the eighteen hundreds, late eighteen yep, hundreds, with uh, Edgar early oh, early eighteen hundreds, early early whatever. This is pre-Civil War, so about 1830s. So, gotcha. well, that, that, I mean that, that that matters, I think. All right, so let's talk about it for one second. Let's talk about the movie for one second. This is uh, a, a movie where <clears throat> Edgar Allan Poe is one of the characters. And did yes. you guys? So Harry Melling, I, Roger, you know who that is. Don't say Dudley who it is. Nursley, baby. Oh. I just said don't say I who it is. I wasn't supposed to say that apparently. No, because <laughs> I, Chris, did you know who that was before he said it was Dudley Dursley from Harry Potter? Well, Remember his cousin from Harry Potter? Yeah, you know, I, I know who, what, whom character you speak of now, but that's him. Yeah, I didn't know that. Same guy. Gotcha. Okay. And I, I want, good. I wanted to say, I, I don't think he's good. I think he outacted Bale in this one, which yeah, is tough. Which, it's tough to no. I, I, you really don't think that he was stellar in this movie? No, I thought he was stellar. I don't think that Christian Bale wasn't stellar either, though. Mm, I, I think Harry Melling was like stellar, as in like I think. I think Nomination for best performance of the year, stellar. Ah, yeah, no, best, best supporting. I, 
I think that both actors did fantastic. I think that Edgar Allan Poe's character in this film is much more interesting, so it's easy to have him be the highlight, which, you know, he kind of is at certain points. Do you know they shot this in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah, they did. I didn't know that. Last but year, yeah, so, but like you're I think, supposed to tell us things like that, Grace. I think Christian I Bale did. was fantastic in this film. I think he's you know he's as good as he always is. Oh, Bale's no slouch ever. I, I just think he gets outgunned in this one by Harry Melling, and that doesn't that's not an easy thing to do. Not an easy thing to do by any means. You, your your silence would indicate you don't agree with me. That I don't agree with you at all. But it's, okay, it, but it's fine. It's Roger, fine. what do you what did you think, Roger? Just to. Uh, I didn't like the movie as much as you guys did. No, no, no. About, about, <laughs> about Harry Melling. I mean, listen, no one outguns Christian Bale. Listen, I think he does a fine job here, yes. but I think I think Christian Bale is as good as Christian Bale is in this movie for real. Yeah. Like, listen, yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to slight the other guy. You yeah. know, I'm not trying to slight old Duds himself, but <laughs> old you know duds. the one the, the real testament is is that he holds his own in scenes with Christian Bale. Yes. And that should be a testament enough mm-hmm. to say, hey, he's pretty good at this job. Yeah, agreed. I agree with that completely. All right. So a little bit about this is Poe. Poe kind of started a lot with his with his writing. Drinking. And, oh, well, so, so Edgar Allan Poe was kind of he was first to paper with the very observant detective. He was first with um, I, th- I think it was murders in the room in the Rue morgue. Um, with, with, we know the Arthurian or sorry, sorry, not there. The Arthur Conan Doyle, Sherlock Holmes, very well. But I mean, Poe, we know what we know Poe for other reasons. You know, famous poems like the Castle Amontillado, the 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 Raven, uh, a dozen others. You were definitely introduced to in, in in high school. But he was the first. This so Poe predates Arthur Conan Doyle, and so this guy, his his writing predates uh, Jack London and kind of his naturalistic observation of the world around him as he does it. So I think that's important to, 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 to note because a lot of people are saying this is, this is a good Sherlock Holmes story. Like, no, no, no. Sherlock Holmes is a good Poe story. Let's just, you know, it's a good take on Poe's character, his detective. Okay. I think that's an important distinction to make because it, I know a lot of people would say that, you know, a lot of people in their first mind, like Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock Holmes is the original, and it's, 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 I don't think it is. So, mm-hmm. all right, so let's get into it. We have a murder mystery in the 1830s at West Point in the dead of winter. Mm-hmm. And that's the have... murder. <laughs> yes, that's, thank you. And, um, you're going to keep doing that? I've, I've, I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm trying not to, but it's hard. Yeah, don't please don't do that. Why why, <laughs> why do that? Why do that? So I've got Bale's name. I'd look look it up for one second. Oh, Augustus Landor. So there's actually a poem based I know that he that uh Poe mentions in this movie. I'm gonna write a poem about you one day. I think yeah. it's called Landor, the poem about this guy. Andor so, about a planet in Star Wars. <laughs> Oh yes, that that's it. Um, Every yeah. time he said Landor, because yeah. no one ever calls him Augustus, yeah. I always thought Endor. <laughs> I don't. I'm a child. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. It's yeah. it's a four stanza long poem. I remember reading it uh, when when I went to school, and the professor was actually very. He was all he was all into Poe for during the Poe class. He was like super into Poe, but so 
we have a, a grisly murder, but there's no like modern detective ways of solving these crimes. It's pretty no. much did you see them do it? If yes, we'll arrest them. If you didn't, then there's we got to find evidence and clues. And well, yeah. like they, they even bring it up some sometime in the movie where they say, well, you know, why don't you arrest them? And he'll just like, well, deny. All it. he has to do is deny it. Yeah. So. Look, what we don't. All all they have is motive. They don't have any real evidence. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I like how it starts, and it, I'm not saying this is something that. I imagine Cooper stole this from a couple other movies that have done this very well. One, a movie that I love, Nolan's um, Insomnia with Al Pacino and Robin Williams, where it starts, you seeing, you're seeing Pacino very calmly and quietly clean up a setup that he did to put someone in jail, and you but you don't know what that's, you don't know what it is until. Later, later when, on when you piece together everything that he's saying to the hotel woman but in this one i think that's i don't think it's that one in particular but i think that style is what cooper kind of lifted it's okay. pretty because what you're seeing isn't what you're seeing in the beginning isn't really doesn't come into play until much later in the movie which is it's not the beginning of the story no yeah. it, it isn't but it's and that's kind of what i glommed onto real and that's what I made an assumption real quick, and that's the assumption I made was we're seeing stuff that we're seeing a man who's guilty of something covering it up, and I just that's just that's just the assumption I, I went with. Yeah, but like, did you know who was covering up what? No, you know, I didn't, but I knew yeah. someone was covering for for something. You see, so also, so I didn't think that at all. I definitely bought into like the the movie that they were showing us because I think they unfairly like like switched it around on you at, at like you know the end of the film, but I it did it didn't affect. It was effective in what it showed all the way up until that point, too. Like, Wait, hold on, I, hold on. How do you mean unfairly? I believe that because as you watch this film, there's no way for you to actually discern the the thing they reveal at the end of the film. Well, no, it's it it's much. You have to compare it straight up to the Knives Out thing we just watched, yeah. right? Glass Onion is legitimately they withhold stuff, so you cannot yeah. actually know what's happening. Well, it, I would. It, it's the I same vein. I have a counter argument to that. Where yes, you can. And it it's all in the scene when Bale talk. Bale says, "My daughter ran away." Like uh, he's a good enough actor that, in his face, I was like, "No, she didn't run away. She's dead." Yeah. So here's the thing: we know that she re- we know she didn't just run away. We know she's she's dead most likely. You know what I mean? We know he, there's more to his daughter than what he lets on, but that doesn't reveal to you all the other things that you know that have transpired in this film. Yeah, there's a lot more to that yeah. story than just Well, no, no, I, I, there's, but, there's, okay. plenty of, there's plenty of times a movie has like a, a troubled character that has more underlying in their past that doesn't have anything to do with the director. Well, okay. Just part well, of the character. Okay, so when when they after they solve the murder in the barn, after the, everything, there's still not only there's two things that stuck out to me. A, there was still 30 minutes left and B yeah. and well, B Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Don't just give me a second and B that couldn't have been the end of the film. There had to be more of it. Because they brought in his daughter, but they never explained anything about it. So you saw, you saw snippets of her. Yep. Well, yes. I, I, I knew I knew that whatever was going to unfold in the story going forward, it involved his daughter. And then, so, well, well, so like a counterpoint to that on my end of things is, if this movie was theatrical and you didn't have a little bar showing you how long was left in the movie, you would accept that that movie ended right there. Though you wouldn't, you know, and like then. Then the weight of there being thirty more minutes of the movie wouldn't have affected you. Well, and right, then, uh, but you know. I mean, but when the movie didn't end and it kept going, it, well, it would have, yeah. you know. But that, but the, yes, but the point is, the daughter was for me. You you wouldn't have brought it in the movie without 
entered yeah. without a reason. Well, yeah, but so, th- that that could have been his motivation why he was so why he wanted to solve this solve something so bad or why he is who he is now. Like, there's a lot of things that that could have been. It doesn't have to be a direct correlation to the actual things taking place in the film. No, okay, you're, you're right. But let's, so yeah. let's, that's let's, true, but a lot of movies aren't that clever. I know they're just, they're just not. <laughs> so let's yeah, talk about the so let's talk about the plot of the well, he's brought in to solve a murder. Okay, well, so like with plot, I want to lead him with setting actually because okay, yes, I, my, I, I okay. One of my favorite parts of this film is the setting of the film and the cinematography and the like the lighting that they use and the the color palette on screen because this movie I felt cold watching this mm. film. It was cold there absolutely and it does very good with with like all the all the different gray tones of the film and the cinematography where like i love the just the ambiance of this film i did really enjoy that we get a lot of candlelit scenes too yep. like more than a handful yeah. and it's the way it works out helps out yeah, yeah like these kinds of films when they do this kind of stuff i really appreciate that because that's important for me and that's what makes me dig these kind of films this is why this is my we- like one of the things in my wheelhouse i love these you know these old timey very dreary very you know hopeless looking area like places and settings and then like to have something like this happen in it i like that and then you throw an egg or alan poe and i'm i'm bucking in like this this is absolutely something that i enjoyed just because of like the things involved in in like it's, it's inner working so speaking of settings i do want to make one comment of something that actually kind of bothered me a little bit yeah. who is pl- who is shoveling at the cemetery in 1830 <laughs> after a snowstorm yeah true who did this yeah <laughs> right like well so, there's no feasible reason so that would be that way this is a cadet this is a, a cadet um like academy right mm-hmm. so a lot of times this is they west will, point yeah they, like, like they will do discipline they do disciplinary okay like kind should, of that, kind, kind of like tax and, and I things i didn't consider that so like you know a shitty job of hey go shovel the cemetery might be something that happens Fuck. Oh, <laughs> but only in this situation yeah yeah i yeah. drew cemetery duty god damn son of a bitch yeah exactly <laughs> you know or like you know, someone wants to get out of something, so like, hey, listen, I'll do your cemetery duty for the next month if you just yeah. do this. Like, okay, I think you're okay. underestimating the time period of there's actually honor and people did what they were told back then. There was no talk back, well, none I mean, of it. You do what you're told in the fucking military academy anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, the the cemetery would have been somewhere that anyone from miles around could have come that day, and it wasn't like a if they're on their journey and it snowed, they were on their journey, so they were coming. It wasn't yeah, like, true, oh, I'll yeah, turn, yeah. you know, 10 minutes yeah. away. I'll just go tomorrow. It wasn't. Yeah. So, I mean, that would have had to have been done. But and we're getting too far in the weeds with that one. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, it was, I guess to bring it back around, like like the setting of this film, I think they do a great job. My opinion, they do a great job with the the tone and the color palette used. I appreciate it all. But it feels well, it's, very, very well done. It's it's bleak and dreary. Yep. And especially when they're in the cabin or is the, what do you, um, the, the the bar what do you, what would you call that the it's like a tavern tavern, the tavern. tavern. Mm-hmm. especially when they're a tavern I love the low light in the tavern because that's what it would have been just candles everywhere well yeah yeah well it's like in a place like that too because like a lot of people don't want to they don't want everyone to know that they're in in a tavern you know what I mean like yeah, they go there true. to drink by themselves quietly it's, they don't want anyone to talk to them alone. they don't want to know that yeah. you're there yeah well, especially if you're there for like picking up a woman you don't want anyone else to yep yeah exactly. of course many different reasons but so let's talk about the, so. We have this guy who comes, who is brought back to solve solve murder. There's been a murder. <laughs> yes, thank you that, for the second ah. time. 
Augustus Landor is summoned to West Point to solve a murder. And it is in this the dead of winter. It's bleak. There's snow every day. It's gray. The sun never fucking shines. It's the worst time. But it's when Edgar Allan Poe is one of the cadets, which I think in history is true. He was at yeah, West Point in the early 1800s before he became, you know, Edgar Allan Poe. He yeah, was a, ter- he a terrible is, military yeah. cadet. So EA Poe. Let's so let's talk about that for 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 one once one second. He's brought in to help solve this murder, and we have Timothy Spall playing the commander. Do you guys know that? Do you guys recognize that was Timothy Spall? Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's awesome. Although I think he's wasted in this one. That really kind of bothered me. And the commandant, uh, the com- commander is people are dying. <laughs> people are dying, and their hearts are being cut out. And you have to solve this grisly murder, please. And it's. I think you're right, Chris. I think the movie. More than anything else, the best job, I think, the best thing you can say about this is it sets up, the setting and the tone are very well done. Yeah. I don't think you could get better from what this movie did with the with the bleakness and the cold and the yep. just the, the, the blue and the dark. It's great. It's wonderful. That but I, that also sets you in for the adventure you're going to go on. The, the very literate, well-written script um, has given to you. Fine, finely written, I think, is a, is a good way to put it. Because it, it, it is that because like the the writing is kind of like it's like it's not like higher brow, but they pay a lot of attention to all the literary parts in the because of, you know, they they, they have Edgar Allan Poe's character and it is just like the, the caliber of actor that they have. I think it does flow really well with like how well the writing is for like the scenes and the dialogue. I, I do. I do like it a lot in that sense. I think oh, I really agree, especially when. Especially when young Poe is doing his thing, yeah, and he's like, um, "Yep, hundred percent." I that 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 scene when they when they had that shred of paper, that note, yeah, mm-hmm. and and he was able to deduce almost the entire like that just blew my mind how they were doing that. I'm like, holy crap, that's amazing! But again, this is what like this is see Netflix when Netflix tries, Netflix get good stuff, but then we also have stuff like Me Time. <laughs> Yeah, well, just you know. <laughs> the absolute the absolute bottom of the barrel. The absolute bottom of the barrel. Yeah, so, so I mean, we we go through, you know, we discover that the young man's been been murdered. Uh, his heart's been cut out. Um they talk about how like how it has someone with uh with surgical knowledge because of the accuracy of it. Um and then that carries on to, you know, you know, our our lead Christian Bale's character you know, beginning his process, he finds Poe along the way. Yep. And he decides that, you know, Poe is much smarter than what people give him credit for. So he's going to use him to kind of get information on, you know, like other cadets. And, Let's run this back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And find out what's going on, which, you know, like, I think all those things play really well. And it, it's not unbelievable. I didn't know what this movie was about before I watched it. I didn't watch a trailer for it with, you know, at any point. So like, mm-hmm. I turned it on and started watching and I'm and like. I didn't know if this was a Sherlock Holmes thing at first or like what it was. And then like when they mentioned Edgar Allan Poe, I was worried for a minute, like, oh, is this gonna go sideways like some weird Poe thing? And it yeah, doesn't. It he's, does not. He's just in the film, you know, as one of the characters. And I think they portray that pretty well and it's believable in that sense, you sure. know. I, I do want to say one thing that you mentioned to me is like I didn't know what this movie was at all either. Mm-hmm. And you would think a Christian Bale Netflix movie about like Edgar Allan Poe, we'd have heard something like more than hey the week before it comes out yeah. this is it like i didn't nope so yeah yeah <laughs> no it, it's one of those things where like you know like like the 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 cast as it was being unfolded before me not knowing anything i was i, I that only interested me more as we got into it and you know i do like uh like what's his, his name's andor 
Lenore. Landor. Yeah. Landor. <laughs> Landor. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Augustus Landor. Landor. <laughs> yeah. Like Landor's character is interesting. I like, you know, he has a wit. He has like a, not a grab. He has like a sort of like, like gravitas to him, you know, as he talks to people. I like how he talks He's about distinguished. Yeah. And I like how he talks about at some point about like interrogation and like, you know, the different tactics for it and like things you see later on, it becomes very clear. Like, you know, like, oh, okay, no, that's, that makes more sense. He's doing why. his thing. Yeah, like like you know, he did this thing this way because that's how he interrogates people, and it's like just little details like that. I don't know how much like I don't want to spoil this because like this is a this is a lesser known movie, and people might go watch this. Mm-hmm. So like I don't want to give a lot of things away, but like there's like a like a tree involved in something, and it's like oh he that that's an interrogation. That's not what you th- that's not what you thought it was to begin yeah. with. Like there's a reason why people's like feet are off the ground, you know that yeah. kind of thing. So. It's it's just a neat thing to see, and like his character, you believe it all, right? Like he's definitely he's been down some dark roads to get some information before, and you can tell that about his yeah. character. And he's good at his job. Yes, like he definitely so. definitely has the the ability to do that, and not make it uh, yep. seem forced. Yeah. So we're 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 discovering we're trying to discover why a murder took place, and Poe like, and him are working together to gather some information and find out about you know about the cadets. And I like the way this unfolds that way. I like how he how he. Doesn't need Poe, but he decides to use Poe. You know, to yeah, it's not it's not a need. It's a hey, I can use you as a tool here Mm -hmm. because one one murder becomes two murders becomes three murders. Mm -hmm. It's weird. People get their hearts cut out here a lot. Like apparently something happens. Well, the 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 third one never happens. There's only two, isn't there? And the third Uh, one runs for. Doesn't the third one run away? Yeah. Yeah. Because he knows he's he figures out the pattern allegedly, Alle- yeah, allegedly. <laughs> well, he's never allegedly. seen again, so yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the but that's the whole thing is, I and again, Poe. If you're, I mean, reading Poe stuff is there's always that hint of like a supernatural, yes, yeah, yeah. kind of, but like supernatural grounded in the time period reality. Oh, yeah. You know, Edgar like Poe was fucked up. Yeah, he well, and he wrote that way. Yeah, but that's the thing is like I like the supernatural aspect here. It's not too much. But it's exactly what would have been probably a belief still held over from that from the age before them. Yep. You know, the, the whole witchcraft, yep. um, whatever can you know, the whole state, the Satan rituals. Yeah. The, I, mean, I mean, it's not every day we get an Edgar Allan Poe story that's about murder and has the Satanists. Yeah. Like it's it's you know, oh yeah, like, and I don't want to spoil anything, but look, there's a little bit of Satan here. <laughs> he comes to party, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember there was that one. I think in around 2012 ish with um, John Cusack as Poe trying to solve a murder. Yeah. Yep. The Raven it's called. And it, I didn't, I don't remember liking that movie a whole lot. I don't, yeah, I don't. I yeah, watched Poe that probably right. when I was young and dumb and didn't know anything about good movies. And I thought that movie was pretty good. <laughs> well, Roger just booed you. I should go watch so. that again. I bet well, you watch it now. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ew. But also, let's talk about the characters then. Let's, let's talk about Christian Bale as Landor. Yeah. Uh, Augustus Landor. Let's talk about him. Yeah. So Scott Cooper has worked with Bale. This is the third time now yeah, yeah. Yep. with Out of the Furnace, Hostiles, and now this. Yep, which boy. Hostiles was a different Hostiles was a different kind of movie too. Very, very bloody, very savage, very real of the time. And I think this one is too. That's one thing that Scott Cooper I think captures well is timepiece. A time even in Out of the Furnace, the the movie that took place in 2012 in Pittsburgh, like it was very of the time in Pittsburgh, kind of like the hill people kind of connection. It was very of that time. I, I always, I think that's what Scott Cooper kind of gathers the best. And I didn't see, I don't know if you guys caught antlers on any streaming service. 
I have not watched Antlers. But you remember the trailer for that, right? I do, um, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't... I haven't seen that one, but I'm now going to go hunt that one down is, um, you know, to see if Scott Cooper's really falls really falls in that category of that one, too. But so let's talk about Christian too. Bale. I didn't know that. Wait, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's his as well. Um, so let's talk about... I mean, the duo here, Bale and Melling as Landor and Poe, is, of course, the draw. The, they are the movie. Solving this crime is what you come to the movie now how it plays out what is what in my mind makes this movie more interesting than it would have been see you if you remove bale's daughter altogether if you remove landor's daughter then the movie could end where the first ending does happen sure yes Mm -hmm. they solved it it was figured out a big emotional you know for everyone uh even the jillian anderson character like julia mark she's like she's so out there Mm -hmm. that she doesn't have any i mean she's She's crazy, right? We're we're they're getting all, that. Well, oh, they're, they're all they're yeah. all without without being spoilery. They're all pretty fucked up. Okay, I mean, <laughs> but they believe in things that they shouldn't, and they're putting. I mean, it's funny how science is brought up many times in this yeah. movie. Like, you know, the science. Don't be stupid and believe something else. It's like I think there's a message there, but I don't want to get into that part of it. But you're right. It is. They're kind of kooky in what they believe in the satanic rituals and. How this thing plays out, I, th- I think, is actually kind of interesting because it, it is of the time what people may have thought. Sure. Because I think the movie needs more Satan. Great. Th- thank you for that comment. I, I Thank you. I, I, I would go as far as say most movies in this day and age need more Satanists. All right. Let's just pretend like you didn't just say that, but moving on. So <laughs> did you guys like the Robert Duvall as the as the old information giver. Yeah, so, that, 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 that was a neat cameo, right? That's I mean, it it's nice that they rounded up his corpse and had him talk for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Dude, leave him alone. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to do this. I'm sure he wanted to do yeah. I'm sure he wanted to do this. I don't Maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, the director went to Bale and say, "Listen, we need somebody for this role. You know, somebody." Bale went, "Yeah, I know somebody. I got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, yeah. I like, got a know, guy. Having to be Robert Duvall. Yeah, right. You know, something like that for this. Because I mean, his, his, it, it's basically a nothing. Yeah. A nothing. It, role. That could have been anybody. Yeah, right. That could have been any crazy be old looking dude. You know what I mean? But you know, Robert Duvall is there. I like that. You know, yeah. and I don't know. I, so like, I think that room. Like all the crap he has gathered is the most interesting room in this movie. Like, that's w- probably his house. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, no, no. I mean, Robert Duvall's <laughs> house. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish they would have spent more time like there with him because, like, I think that like that was I. I'd love to know what all that shit was he had. Oh, that dude's weird. As oh hell, yeah, right? he's got some crazy ass shit in that room. You know what I mean? I like if see- you if you think he's weird in eighteen thirty, how weird do you think you'd be in two thousand and twenty three? Well, I don't. I don't think that this is going to be a one-off. I, I don't think that Netflix intended for this to be a one-and-done type thing. I, so, I thought the same thing, but then, like, what do you think happens with you know, like the so like, like Christian Bale's done then, right? It's Poe that you follow. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. Poe, right? That goes and does. I would things. figure so, yeah. But like, what else are we gonna? What other things are we gonna do with Poe? Like, you know, he's he's already almost gone to horny jail. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's well, like, that's true. Listen, your line, Roger. listen, I, I mentioned that to Chris. Look. Somebody was thinking with his dick hair, <laughs> and look, almost got his heart cut out. Yeah, I'm just gonna I mean? throw that out there. So, like, you know, like, like that's already happened to him. You know that those these things can't keep happening to him. So, like, what are we gonna do? I, th- I'd like to see more of this, just because I, like, I, I, I like this genre of film, whatever it is. But like, 
in this time period and all the things that happen here, but I, I don't see how this has a next film. Well, I'll, I'll say something semi-ignorant here. Like, I don't know a whole lot of the Poe stories yeah. as much as the poems yeah. side, but I'm sure there's got to be another story they could adapt, right? Okay, that, yeah. that would be something like that where he can... Because, look, we all know that Poe's life ends pretty badly. Yeah. Like, it goes off the rails. He's a raging alcoholic. I mean, he made, what he literally died in the streets of, like, yep. passed out the fucking gutter in Baltimore. So, we got a long way to go in his life <laughs> yeah. before we get to that point. But, you know, there's got to be other things that could drive him a little bit. So, at least I he's only so. He's only 40 years old when he dies. you believe that? Yeah. 1809 to 49. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible! And and the the it's poem a hard that living man. Well, the poem that's referenced in this movie when he, when he looks right at uh, Augustus Landor and says, "I'm going to write a poem about you," so your name makes yeah. it down through the ages. It's called Lenore, and it's about it's about that. You should read. It's only it's four stanzas. It's pretty short. You could if you're still Chris, if you're still interested, you should definitely read that. It's it's good reading. It's exactly what you'd think the 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 of the time the the. The writing of the time would be too. Yeah, you could also find me. I'm also a published poet. Thank you very much. Yeah, I I don't know where to go with that. Like this, (laughs) like this. (laughs) I I don't. That's factual, by the way. (laughs) I think you could. I think you could do this. I think you could do a sequel, not in the same way that like. I, I what's we just watched a sequel to? Would it be a sequel or a continuation? Oh, continuation. But what's the movie we just watched with Millie Bobby Brown? What um. Oh, your your girl Enola Holmes. Enola uh, Holmes. See, that's a different kind of. But I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix saw the value in this, and you know they said, you know, we already paid for a lot no, of this right. stuff. Maybe, Let's just maybe they're the same connected universe. No, no, no. Yes, I'm not. They exist in Enola Holmes universe. No, yes. I don't want that. I'm saying there is a continuation <laughs> of this. Uh, and Chris, you say you like story like this. I'm surprised you never caught on to like masterpiece theater, which is all this. Like Masterpiece Theater, which is like, and even like the Downton Abbey show, like it's all old timey stuff like this. Well, this old movie cost seventy two million dollars to make, by the way. Yeah, that's it's, insane. it's not the old timiness that I like about it so much as like, as the the dark and bleak and hopelessness of like the setting and. You know. Oh, you mean like the entire eighteen hundreds? Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> and, and, and like, and with you know, like a murder mystery, like combined with that, like I've seen Downton Abbey and all that kind of stuff. You know, my wife loves that shit, but it's not. That's not what I'm there for. It's it's the fact that there's like you know some weird satanic ritualistic murders happening at the same time. That the, I'm, right, right, right. That's what oh. I need. So I do That's want to fair. make a point. We've watched multiple movies recently that are set in the mid 1800s. True, true. And they're both in terrible places. Yeah. Like cold ass upstate New York and the fucking Louisiana Bayou. Swamps, yeah. yeah, no, no. <laughs> like, was there not like a happy middle ground? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably like in Nevada somewhere. Like the worst place imaginable. Yeah. Yeah, Nevada until we bomb it to hell ourselves. Well, yeah. I mean, we haven't had like. How long has it been since we've had actual like indoor plumbing and somewhat decent hygiene? Not as long as you'd like to really think. No, I mean like <laughs> hold on, indoor plumbing like that was maybe the early 1900s if, when you're getting into like some of the wealthy people getting it. Indoor plumbing, yeah, I mean that's when it started. Yeah, I would be legitimately. You're talking like after, like up after World War One. Oh man, Probably. that's. Yeah. Just just over a hundred years, we've had modern like hygiene and somewhat indoor plumbing, clean water, and geez, Louise, just over a hundred years. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. 
but so okay back to this one let's so you really didn't think chris that the movie was going to continue after a certain point no, because I don't pause my film and watch how much time's left. No, I thought. But like again, that would, but, but again, it wasn't. It wasn't the time left. It was. It was the daughter that we hadn't dealt with yet. Again, so I obviously, was, something's gonna have to be dealt with. I thought we were gonna like wrap up something about you know like so. So listen, I think that Poe could have walked in and said, you know, I know what happened to your daughter, and then them explain it, and then the rest of what happened not be a part of the movie still too. Like that. Like that would I expected that because like yeah. The daughter's a loose end that we haven't wrapped up yet, you know, and so and it's a character, it's a piece of the character, sure. But like all the other stuff, no, I didn't think that because why would I? Well, There's they give you there. the clues. I mean, the clues are there, just whether you pick up on them or I mean, not. You that's knew something thing. bad happened to her. But you knew something bad happened to her, and that's you know why X, Y, or Z, you know, is you know is the way they are. But like, it isn't clear that you know, like something else is going on with these murders. You know what I mean? They're, they give you nothing and no clues to make you think that. Well, that's None. okay, fair. But the one again, it's the one th- when right in the beginning when he's when the cadet is being interviewed at the tree. Uh-huh. The only question that Landor seems to be interested in is, "Did you see anybody? Did you see anybody?" Like, yes. no, like, why was his feet there? You did not. I mean, there's a, th- a dozen other questions he could have in asked too. Hindsight. With a rewatch, all sure. these things, yes, you can see all these things. But first viewing, no way, nothing happens that would give you. Oh, this, this is what's happening. Like, no, the yes. only why was just the, the guy investigating the murder scene asked if you saw anybody here. Exactly, because hey, if you did, that'd be very helpful. That means that means <laughs> I don't gotta walk around the cold for the next three weeks looking for a fucking killer. This guy's already seen it. I have an idea. This might have been like a month, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It, it it was a month. They say in the end, you it's, yeah, it's been it's, four weeks. Yep. Yeah. So it's like it's you know they they don't they don't give you the chance to figure out the twist, and that's okay. You know that's okay. They don't do that for you. But like you know don't. This is like when people tell you that you know that when you saw saw you knew it was a guy on the floor the whole no, time. No, see, I, I I knew you were going to say that, and it's the same level of the clues are there if you pick up on it. Great, but most people just didn't. No, absolutely not. Yeah, and I mean, in Saw, they give you all the tools you need to realize it's the guy on the floor. Yeah, I've watched the second, I've watched the first movie a dozen times, and like, I'm like, how did I not fucking yeah. see that the You're first like, God watch? Damn it. <laughs> like the first watch, I should have because they give you the diagram and the guy's on the floor in the diagram. How would you possibly know how a guy's going to shoot himself and land mm-hmm. unless you plan that to happen? Yep. So I mean, that's the whole thing, but. And this one, they give you two or three pretty obvious clues that I just they'd they'd be tough to pick up on if you weren't like keenly aware of what was going on. Yeah, I mean that's what this whole movie's about. Yeah, but without spoiling it though, I mean it it ends up being an an a serviceable yeah. mystery, right? Yeah, now, I think I, it's more than serviceable. I don't I know why you guys aren't. I think this movie's better. rating is 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 it's too low. Than it should be yeah, absolutely for what for what movie we got actually. Acting wise, setting wise, cinematography wise, yeah, the story is a little weak. Whatever, you know what I mean. Like it, it's like, all the other pieces of this are, f- and the story's fine. It's not like it's a bad story. It's just fine. With it's got some holes in it, you know. Like it, it's a little eye rolly once you find out all the things that you do, and the movie does that to itself. But the movie's the movie's better than what it's rated. I think than what it's being reviewed as. I don't know why. I don't know why people are being so hard on it when when M, when Megan comes out with a 95 critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and this this thing's lower than like 
much lower than that. That just seems odd to me. I mean, well, listen, I could see why people wouldn't like this movie. But that yeah. doesn't mean it's not. But but not liking it and not saying it's quality are two very different things. That's not why really. I always. That's why I always. Everybody bring... always equates by how they personally, if they like the movie or not, to how they score something. But yeah. that's not so you right. Be though. like, I hate the movie. It's a ten. Like nobody's gonna ever fucking do that. Yeah. Well, I do it with. I did it with Midsummer and Hereditary. I acknowledge those movies are great. I just fucking hate them. I didn't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, okay, but. It's important. I mean, I always thought it's important to separate your own like or hate for a film with how you. Okay, well, the quality is one thing, but you, you know, I, the problem is a lot of people are like, I just it was slow. I didn't get it, and it down thumbs down. That's why I don't like. Is they're not giving it a fair shake. This movie is much better than what was it? Fifty nine on Rotten Tomatoes. Sixty nine. Nice. No, we, no, we 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 would have said nice. Yeah, I think it was low. I, I think it was lower than that, but yeah, it, it deserves much better than much better than, than yeah. what's what's got. So. I, agree I mean, with that. again, though, that's personally like I listen. I get why people wouldn't like this movie. Yeah, and it, you just said some of the reasons. Yeah, it's slow. It withholds information. It's it's not exactly a a fun movie either. It's what? bleak, depressing. But I mean, that, that's why people people will look at stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's probably about the time we end up scoring it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'll have some things to say along that line. And if you don't mind, I, I'll go right now. All right. All right. Start us um, off. So, like, I don't think this movie is great by any means. I, I think Christian Bale and Henry Melling are fine. Mm-hmm. The story is okay. Past that, though, I don't see a whole lot of be like, ah, this is a great murder mystery. It's okay. It's super weird. And <laughs> it kind of like you're going down one path and it goes hard into something. You're just like, what the fuck? fuck yeah and i understand why people are like maybe this isn't for me you know mm-hmm. at one point someone has blood smeared down their face trying to cut somebody's heart out weird <laughs> <laughs> you know not exactly what i was looking for here but i mean again i understand the movie it's it's a decent flick right yeah. but it's not i'm not championing like grayson said about henry melling be like best actor stuff he's fine mm-hmm. like you know that's all he needs to be this movie's like a six it's not some earth shattering murder mystery like, oh, you got to see this. It's great. It looks good. It look it's depressing. Fine. You know, it's an OK movie. Mm-hmm. It's a six. Yeah, I got you. I'll go next. So I actually agree with a lot of what you just said. Uh, this movie, you know, I, I kind of dig this movie because we're, you know, with what I like out of film and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'll say it again. You know, the setting is my favorite part. I like how dreary this is and how cold it like. Yeah, I felt watching this film just because of how well they shot all this stuff. Um, this movie is great until the end. The end of this movie kind of kills it for me because once you start to think about the things in this film that unfold in front of you, and then with the reveal they give you, a lot of things start not making sense. A lot of things are coincidental. A lot of things are, you know, luck by nature. You know, you remove one of these the pieces things. pieces just happen to yeah. fit. Well, right? If you remove one of the things that happened in this film and they don't happen the same way, that, like it's impossible for w- what to happen, play out in this film does. So that kills it for me. I'm too, I am also at a six. This movie, I wanted, I want it to be better than it is, but the movie shoots itself in the foot at the very end, in my opinion. Good movie. I'd watch it again. I can recommend it for people that like this style of movie. But it's not for everybody. Murdery Satanist movies. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah, hearts being uh, cut out and blood down their face. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a seven. I think okay. the script is better. It's it's a very literate script. It's a 
It's a well-written literate script that I think we don't get enough of these days. Absolutely yeah. not. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of appalled it came. I'm kind of surprised it came from Netflix, to be honest I'm with more you. Interested now. I don't, I'm sorry I don't want to jump into your thing, but the way that you said that, I am more interested now than thinking that maybe we get something else in this universe with the Poe thing. I think that, when you brought that up to me, really makes me think that maybe there is more here than... Netflix is good for that, too. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Sorry, Grace. Go ahead, buddy. Well, especially if they got money to burn. But it's... I see, Chris, I, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me time, $100 million. What the fuck are you thinking, Netflix? But so the ending is what you did in the last 30 minutes, Chris, is what you're saying shot itself in the foot, right? Not even the last 30, the last 15. Okay, okay. I, I would say that was when when you get with when Poe was with Landor. Yes, at the very in the end. Last, in the last, you know, 20 minutes of the movie, I think that is a wonderful twist. But it's. You're right. It is motivations and then crimes that actually happen are yeah. very coincidental. And it's like, yep. that's a little too neat. It becomes tied together. too stretchy. And at that point, it's like, this is real thin now. At this However, point. I'm so in love with this, with the, the, the literacy of the script and, and, and the delivery of Bale and Melling that maybe you're right, Roger. It is. I'm being a little kind of accolade when I shouldn't be, but in my defense, we don't get this very often. We don't get no. Like, you're you're right. I, I see why you like it. Yeah. Like I I don't. I yeah. mean I understand it. The movie sticks out to me because it isn't something we usually get. Yeah, you're right. Like and, well, listen, and, this is better than like ninety percent of the Netflix stuff we get. Yeah, and that's maybe that's why I'm so surprised. Six does not mean I just like this movie. Yeah, not yeah. like overall. I don't think it's bad. Mm-hmm. I just don't listen. It's not anything that I'm going to thump my chest for. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I, I I will, and if we get another one of these in a year and a half or two years, I I'm going to be very oh, wow. happy to well, watch that, it. Well, yeah. that might intrigue me a little bit more to see after watching this mm-hmm. one and seeing what direction that they would take it. Yeah, especially you know, it's like okay, they knowing need, what we know now, is, and, and like especially like with the mindset of okay, they needed to set something up here. This is how they chose to do it. You know, okay, you know, this was their jumping off point for you know the legacy of Poe. You know? Well, <laughs> I mean, taking stuff from Poe's life though, he does end up married, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. he so does. we at least have that. We could run something too, yeah. right? So. And one thing I did want to point out, we didn't get to it in discussion, is in the end, the the cliff yeah. scene, that's that was taken straight out of Last of the Mohicans. That that shot 100% right out of Last of the Mohicans. Also, I'm very it's glad. Oh, I mean, it's it's a very iconic <laughs> shot. I mean, especially, yeah. you know, straight on and they just spread their arms and go. Of course, it's straight on. I'm not sure I like that whole... I, the reason it's not a 7.5 or an 8 for me is because... I'm not sure I liked how the daughter plays out. I, I, I'm not like the worst thing that's happened to her has already happened and they're past it and they're starting to move on. And then uh, she does what she does. I, I don't, can, that can break that can back, especially back then that has more implications than it does now. Oh, I know. So, and I, and I, and I don't mean know. to say, I don't, and, and believe me, I'm not saying if you don't know what we're talking about, you watch the movie, please don't be mad. I'm not saying I'm saying that <laughs> like, I kind of got the vibe that, when she was found in the in the woods, like he got her home, and it, everything would start to be better. Yeah, and the, but yeah, I can I understand you. how that can really psychologically well, do some ma- ma- massive thing, damage. I think I think the heaviest line in this whole movie doesn't come from it. It comes from his daughter, and it's it's what she says right before the cliff, like that line that she says to her, to uh, to her da- to her father is just heavy. It and is, it is, and it's well deserved too in the movie. It's well, it's one of those things where it's like, where like I think she kind of she almost doesn't she doesn't blame him, but she's mocking him in that moment, and that's 
and that's the last thing that he hears that's tough that's really tough Mm. and that's and that is a very well-written line i think that has a lot of that has a lot of impact and weight to it it's a well-placed line i think more than well-written it's a very well-placed line Mm -hmm. Uh, but i think that scene i'm glad that he didn't go over i'm glad he didn't i was worried he was going to do that and what what gives me hope for seeing more of this is what happens to the letter what happens to a confession in the end like i I think that was especially with the way poe just walks across the room and then burns it and then without saying a damn thing just leaves like brilliant Mm -hmm. like i am very hopeful we see another one of these if we do um i think netflix might have an interesting an interesting kind of series on their hands if they do it right yeah, but, Sweden um, all Holmes crossover, baby. Let's <laughs> go. No, no, no. Edward all right. Cavill and Christian Bale in the same in the same film. Millie Indeed. Bobby Brown. Yes, yes, yeah. Thank and you for mocking me. I appreciate it. All right, this has oh, been episode. Never do that. This has been episode three one three B of For the Love of Cinema, a e? movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday at five a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five and Friday. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Gracie Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm coming to Twitter, Elon. Are you really? No. Oh man, you got, you got me excited. <laughs> check us out on YouTube. Always posting things on social media. Uh, check us. Uh, send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at A Man Called Otto and The Last of Us, the premiere episode. Which actually started 29 minutes ago.